Hey, hey you, what are you doing over there? Staring at your wall? It looks like it could use something. I bet I know what it could use. A pet portrait by CQ Works, which is me. All right, guys, I've got an official Facebook page for my pet portraits. You can go check that out. It is Pet Portraits by CQ Works. You go in there. You can also go to my website, calebchoir.com. Order yourself a pet portrait, not just for you, but for your loved ones. Who doesn't love looking at your favorite dog, your favorite cat, your favorite chameleon, octopus, fish, octopus? What? <laughs> Either way it goes. Hit me up on Facebook. I would love to paint for you. And if you're interested in other decorations and stickers, my website has that as well. CalebQuire.com <coughs> Sorry. Try, try and do an ad over here. <coughs> so if you listen to some of our past episodes, you may have recognized or listened or heard, listened, heard that uh, the mic keeps going back and forth. But I mentioned that I was in a gang. And with that, I mentioned that I was going to write a book about that gang. And with that, I mentioned that I had already previously written a book. Well, you can find that book at lulu.com. Hold on. <laughs> lulu.com slash spotlight splash splash slash Dale's Inc. The name of the book, It's All Fun and Games and Tell. You can get that in hardback. You can get that as an ebook. Also, my youngest son wrote a book called Tree Town. You can find on that same link. And that is also in an ebook format. So that's lulu.com slash spotlight slash Dales Inc. Go to it now. Oh, hey, are you looking to lose weight? You want to improve your health? You want to fit into those jeans from high school? That you haven't fit into for the last 20 years? Well, head on over to the Kiddo Dojo on Facebook. Yes, I said on Facebook. It's still around. It's still a place. <laughs> this is a place where people help each other uh, achieve their goals. Uh, they put up amazing recipes. That's the Keto Dojo on Facebook. Yes, on Facebook. Is it on Facebook, Brian? <laughs> yes, Facebook is still around. Welcome to crap. Fuck, that was loud. See. Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation. We talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your hosts, Brian Dales. I am Caleb Quiet. Whoa. That was way different than what you normally do. <laughs> On today's episode, this episode, today's episode, either uh, one. Yeah, I think they both work. We had Tyler Jones from High Wire Brewing. High Wire. I have trouble with R's and W's, if yes. you haven't noticed. Yeah. yeah. High Wire Brewing Company, uh, Tyler Jones. And we met him at Lowe's Foods, or you met him at Lowe's Foods. He's a rep up there. He's not uh, an owner or brewer or anything, but he reps that company, High Wire Brewing Company. And this guy is high energy. I mean, if you want to have, if you've ever, you ever been on speed or Adderall or any of those things, yeah, that's what I felt like this episode was. I could it see was that. fast. It was pretty intense. Yeah. It was jam-packed full of non-stop stories. But I liked it. It's a good dude. He really loves beer. He really loves High Wire Brewing Company. And I think you're going to enjoy this episode.
Yes, they were sharing we thought you'd catch up with you later. High wire glasses, but we do not. No worries. We do have a high wire sign now. Yeah, I wish I had some high wire glasses too. <laughs> All right, so you should be plugged in. We like to wear headphones. Do, do I need what to? What the or? fuck are you getting now? Calm down, man. You mean calm down? You can't just give me the look and not tell me what you're doing. As I talk to nobody there, Leia, you're not allowed in here. How many times do I have to say this? She's just being a little, little, little sweetheart to me. That's all she's doing. She is. She really is. She knows she. Anytime can... she can get extra pets. Yeah. She's oh, going gonna... for the extra pets. I know. That that's that's nothing new. <laughs> that's how these uh ladies are. <laughs> that's so true. It's very true. Well put. That's so how many um. How many episodes have you guys done? So we are now 12 episodes deep. Okay. So 12 are scheduled, ready to go. Yeah. Um, we literally, on this day, switched to two episodes a week. Okay. So this Friday we'll have an episode, and then starting next week we'll do one on Tuesday, and we'll also do one on Friday. Okay. Cool. And we'll keep following that as much. So your episode will be... Thank you. All right. So June 1st is the next one, which is Ben Banking and Brian Cox from Oak Road. Which means... Jesus. You'll be on the 5th. June cool. 5th is cool. when you're on. Cool. Yeah. It's not too bad. I'm gonna try out the headphones, see how everyone sounds. Yeah, let's see how that works. I don't even know how that works. Oh, Brian, can you uh, turn on amplifier? The button's in the back. It's just a push button, man. Just push the button. I pushed it, it's not working. Oh, fucking hey. The power cord is not uh, plugged in. There is no power cord. There is only 9 volt battery. Right, well, the 9 volt battery might not be. Uh... How is it dead? How is it even remotely fucking dead? Alright. News itself don't buy shitty equipment from shitty musicians. That's all I gotta say. What can you do? Uh, you can buy decent equipment from decent musicians well, yeah. that are going to fuck you over. Once you get the money to do that, sure. Whatever. I'm not trying to get too mad. Usually we like to listen to ourselves on the headphones. That way we each get an idea of yeah. how we sound and it kind of helps yeah. bring in everyone to focus, I guess. Yeah. Better, better yeah. on the, the okay. podcast. Yeah. You says to the levels? Mic level? Yeah, he seems pretty good. Go ahead and talk. Um, check one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it seems pretty good. That's how many beers like I drank good. on Saturday night? Nice. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we're set. Yeah, and we're recording already. So sweet. Uh, Happens every time. Yeah, great. Who are we sitting with, Brian? Tyler. 
Jones. Jones. That's correct. Tyler Jones from uh, High Wire Brewing. A rep. You're not uh, actually a brewer or no, owner no, or anything like no, that, right? I cover South Carolina and Georgia for High Wire Brewing, and we are from Asheville, North Carolina. The, okay. The, uh, I guess the self-proclaimed brew city of of south of the southeast. Right. Beer city, USA. Six times. Can you believe that? Nice. Whoa. Six times. Really? Been voted that, yeah. It kind of goes USA. between them. Yeah, it, it, it kind of has bounced back and forth between Portland, um, I think like Grand Rapids, Michigan. Wow. Might have won it a few times. And then Asheville's won it a bunch. I mean, Asheville has mm. something like 44 breweries. And there's Yeah, and there's like uh, less than 100,000 people. Wow. So per capita, that's pretty much like you, you get, yeah, what? It's like. Gosh, for, there's a brewery for every 2,000 people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've hit maybe 10 of those. 44 yeah. of them? Yeah. Dude, I haven't even hit like a fraction. I can't even yeah. say. Well, there's there's a lot. It's kind of like how we have here in Charleston, too. There's there's probably 20 of them that are distri- distributing out into the market. There's a lot of them that are sort of the smaller... Um, you know, sort of like brew pubs, things like that. But then there's there's big players like uh, Highland and things like that, uh, Pisgah that aren't necessarily in downtown Asheville, right. but that they consider themselves in that. Like the the Black Mountain, you know, Catawba is another one that they have like a tasting room, but they're from like Morganton, North Carolina, or something right. like that. There, there's a lot of like, you know, sort of intriguing math that goes on with that but right. there's a math. ton I mean just just where so Fonta Floor would be one of those guys as well we, we would say that they are probably just outside of that because they're about an hour outside right Morganton as well right yeah I've heard they moved though right did they have a new location I or? think they have two like we have two tap rooms okay. that's what everybody gets sort of confused and you know we're only five years old so we turned five in July wow okay. that's so soon yeah and we have two tap rooms so we wow. have our original tap room that's on Hilliard <clears throat> Avenue in downtown Asheville. So that was our first place. It used to be the old Craggy Brewing. So it's a smaller look. I mean, I think it's under 3,000 square feet. And that's where, you know, it's on the South Slope. That's where we do all of our, like, sour production and wild ales and things like that. Um, And then we have a big production facility in Biltmore uh, Village. And that's like a 27,000 square foot. We call that the big top. Yeah, no kidding. So we do. It's a 30-barrel production facility. It's... I mean, we just bought like I think it was eight or nine new ninety-barrel fermenters, and it's a big deal. It's got a canning line, a bottling line. I mean, it's got a huge tap room. So, yeah, we've got two actual tap rooms in downtown Asheville. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had no idea. I yeah. Knew. Well, where are those like located in Asheville? Okay, so the one that I, the first one that's on Hilliard, that's in the South Slope. <clears throat> so when you think about Asheville. Um, it's it's in that area by just sort of just down the hill from like the orange peel. Okay. So like you come down from that. So you have the orange peel, and next door to the orange peel is the the, the Wicked Weed uh, restaurant. Yes, I know exactly. So, what you're talking so you know about that. that. So if you turn right out of there and kind of go down the hill and then turn right, you enter what's called the South Slope. So you have like we're right at the top. We're next to Ben's Tune Up. And then we have our, that little brewery there that's the sour place. But it's also a tap room. I mean, if you're going to visit, that's the tap room you want to hit first. Because you can just start there. As we're going to have probably a little bit more of our like specialty, funky, sour, 
specialty things. Okay. You start there. You literally fill yourself up there, and then you can just roll down the hill. And you roll down the hill, and there's the Wicked Weed Funkatorium. Did you yeah. say literally roll you down the hill? You could roll down the hill. <laughs> I could put one of you in a barrel, yeah. pick which one, and roll you down the hill. It's right. straight downhill. You There's Wicked Weed Funkatorium on the right. Then to the left is the Catawba tasting room, which you will be able to taste some palmetto there now. Right. You know, because they wow. bought Palmetto. Yeah, that's true. Right, it's very They're expanding, true. and I've seen some of the new barrels going in at Palmetto yep. here recently yep. as well. Yep. yep, and then um, one of the best places, uh, Hidden Gym, is this place called Buxton Hall Barbecue is right next to it. Mm. That place is ridiculous. Get the chicken sandwich. You heard you it here first. Juxton. Buxton Hall. Buxton Hall. Buxton Hall Barbecue and the chicken sandwich. You got chicken sandwich. That thing, I, I believe it's won a few... James Beard Awards for that. Elliot Moss is the chef. It's a, it's a cool place. Right. And, I'm a and the, huge fan of and barbecue. And they have a, a, a cheer wine bourbon slushy. Nice. Yeah, that pairs what? well. Yeah, when you're not drinking a beautiful high wire lager with your chicken sandwich, <laughs> yeah. drink cheer, drink that. Yeah, cheer wine was one of my favorite things growing up. Yep. Going up oh, yeah. North Carolina every twice a year, snow skiing, whatever. Cheer wine, man. Dude, you don't see cheer wine around a lot in this area. No, it's no. very rare. It's up there. It, yeah. The cheer wine, bourbon, bourbon slushy. Slushy. That, that's it my, that's a my, lot my, of the favorites. That's my non. That's my non-craft beer recommendation. Oh, that so then delicious. you you roll out of there. You're still rolling downhill, with calories galore okay. in your okay. in your stomach. And then there's Twin Leaf Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's right there. And then you want to cut back. Uh, to your left, and there is Burial, which is a cult favorite. Love no it. pun intended, but you know it's one of the better. I, I love that brewery too. That's Fantastic. one of my favorite places. Uh, Donut Skillet Stout, their Fernet Donut Skillet Stout, one of my all-time favorites. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's ridiculously good. Um, donut Skillet. Yeah, they've actually put a little donut hole in the no! in the beer for you. Oh. Um, so that that you have that, then you have Green Man right at the bottom of the hill, mm-hmm. and Tasty Beverage is like a a bottle shop in between. So down by the fermentory, right? Is that the one the the bottle shop by the fermentory? Uh, it's down by Green Man, so it's okay. on South Slope. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's one of those things where you can hit six breweries, get lunch, and walk a mile a mile just straight downhill, <laughs> and then catch an Uber back up the hill because. It's a pretty steep grade. Yeah. Like I said, you we can gotta go, man. You can. Well, literally... my brother and I just went down there. We did the craft beer relay from from uh, Asheville to Greenville. Yeah. Uh, this past uh, month, about a month ago, seventy three miles from Asheville yeah. to Greenville, yeah. South Carolina, yeah. craft beer. We started Highland Brewing Company yep. and ended up. Uh, it wasn't at a brewery actually in Greenville, but anyway. Yeah, yeah Birchlight South or something. You hit that up too. Uh, I think it was closer to Thomas Creek. Okay. Uh, somewhere like that, but. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. We hit all the breweries there in, in Asheville first, yep. and then we, uh, we hit, hit like some breweries around the world. Sierra the Nevada. Way. We didn't do Sierra Nevada. Oscar we Blues. Nope, we didn't do any of those. Damn, okay. We hit all the stuff downtown. The, the, um, the st- all the stuff you just mentioned. The yeah. Green Man. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Burial. Yeah. Uh, fermentory. Wicked Weed. And then we hit uh, Swamp Rabbit along the way. Swamp Rabbit? Swamp Rabbit? Swamp Rabbit. Swamp Cabbage? Anyway. I'm taking away from the whole story. Yeah. But we did a, we did a relay from Asheville to, to Greenville. Are you just making a breweries now? No, I think it's called Swamp Rabbit. 
It's not swamp That's incredible. I should know that. He should know that. I should know that, but uh, I do not know that. Yeah, look it up. Um, But yeah, I mean, that little area right there, you can do whatever you, in terms of the quality of the beer right there and food and things like that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's now, just, is it a standard for most breweries to have a decent kitchen? Or is it rare? Or, like, you, do you guys have a kitchen? Or how's, um, how's that go? No, in, in our at our first place, Hilliard, we don't. But okay. we're next door to a restaurant. Well, that, so it kind of cancels it out. Yeah. We have a food truck at our location in Biltmore Village. And it's Foothills um, Meat. So think about, like, how Artisan Meat Share was here. Mm. Very similar, like butcher provisions, you know, like everything's. Um, I mean, it's a great hamburger, like a, oh, you know, you okay. know, like so, a, like I was, I was thinking like, like a sauerkraut Kaiser roll, you know, things like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we don't we don't have a, a actual kitchen in the the brewery. Okay. Not many people do. I mean, when you look at like Wicked Weed, they have their own restaurant. Yeah, that's a little different. So um, there's a lot of like laws in terms of. Food to, and we're going to see this in, in South Carolina. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, but they're introducing a bill where you have to have a liquor license, to have a beer license, you have to produce X amount of food as your revenue to alcohol. Damn. So think about like a place like um, one of my favorite places downtown, like Recovery Room. Okay. I mean, there's it's going to be tough for them to keep their food production What's to the, the percentage yeah. of. Alcohol, because I mean nobody's going in there to like you know get a what filet mignon. Bizarre thing to require. Like I feel like if you, as long as you have the option, then you should be negated from the necessary it, it's, ratio. It, it's so weird how that law is written. Travelers Rest, South Carolina. So oh, it's just, swamp just north of Greenville. Right. Yeah, on our journey yeah. down there, we stopped yeah. to Swamp Rabbit. Swamp yeah. Rabbit. Okay. Run. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. To I, I know where Travelers Rest is. I went to Furman University. It's right okay. there. Very nice. Yeah. Furman. Yeah. The University of Christian Knights. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a chant. F you one time. F you two times. F you all the time. <laughs> they should have one of those hats. You know, like South Carolina has cocks. Yeah. It just that fuck on the front of it. That's awesome. Furman University Christian Knights. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's, we need to make those hats. Yeah. I'm I'm sure the the lawyers at Furman will be. I'm sure they've heard in your in your times. in your ear very quickly. Right. Oh. Well, they'll be the first ones that have ever really quickly been in our ears so far. They they have eyes and ears everywhere. I believe that they are. You know, they, there may be some. Illuminati over there. Who knows? Oh, shit. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. I mean, we're drinking water here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's do some We got beer. empty glasses. We need to open something. So I, I know we brought some beers. Are they I did. Are they I did. Ready? I brought. We have some that are already got, pretty cold. Yeah, we've got some that we can get. Should we get that? Right? See that Citragoza? That's, right. that's our sort of uh, current specialty uh, beer that we have in the market. And definitely one of my favorites. Um, uh I think that um this one? That no no the, the sixteen ounce ones the cans oh oh yeah yeah um definitely one of my favorite beers that we do uh, I think that uh, our owners really jumped on the whole Goza train um, very early on and we have one of our our best selling beers is our our regular Goza this is sort of a 
uh, a play on, on on that style with Citra hops, okay. dry hopped in it. And it's, I believe it's like three and a half pounds per barrel. So that's a lot. It's Ooh. gonna it's gonna have a very you know when I take this out into the market, there's a lot of folks that are you know kind of have a little bit of shyness about gozas. They think that they're these super sours. Um, right. You know, we live in a city where they pretty much. Uh, Edward Westbrook kind of resurrected the Goza right. style. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. uh, not I, think so. I mean, definitely here in the south. Yeah. South oh, East, totally, for sure. totally. Not. It, it's uh, you know, I enjoy one or two of those. It's the salinity on that beer is way higher than what we do. We're more of a, you know, a little bit more of a, a little hoppier and a little bit more. Um, a lot less, I don't want to say fruit forward. But there's fruit in the beer, you know, that you can taste that. Right. It's not like a, um, a day at the beach. I'm not against fruit by any means. Yeah, yeah. So this is great. But yeah. Big um, fan of Goza's as it is. And I really like the design. I don't know who you guys have designed your cans, yeah, but that, that's pretty awesome. basic, simple. So I mean, a lot of, a lot the of fact it, that it is simple is what I like. A lot of it, what we do, Big Bridge is a, a group up in Asheville that uh, we work with. Also... Um, uh, our in-house guy Javi, um, he does a lot of stuff for us in terms of like down. our marketing and you know design and you know a lot of f- film and, and photography work and stuff like that. So he's he's kind of a part of the master plan too. And I, what I love about this can is that you get this. If you're in the mountains, the blue is sort of the mountains rolling with the yellow as the sun. I like that. And then for us, I like to think of sort of the, the 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 blue as sort of the sea lapping up on like a the and the, the yellow is the is the beach oh oh i see so you're looking more like an aerial view i like that yeah it's a different yeah. perspective yeah i like that the front of the can says contains alcohol yeah well <laughs> i was gonna laugh at that too but so i didn't I, you know they our pink drink they I saw thought, that today. They thought that it you was... You get a punch something, right? Purple punch. Purple punch. And a, yeah, they thought that those were like uh, uh, sort of energy drinks. Right. So that's why we had to put contains alcohol. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So let's cheers to something. Yeah. yeah. Let me get this in here. Well, cheers to uh, containing alcohol. I think cool. That's a, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful that's thing. an energy drink in and of itself. The yeah. original energy drink, alcohol. That's fantastic. I appreciate you bringing this stuff. Yeah, dude, yeah. this is great, man. Yeah. I've never heard of this or had it, so that's good. Citrigosa. Yeah. 4.5% ABV, 15 uh, IBUs in this thing. Yep. So it's a little bit hoppier. Oh, that's most, great, though. Yeah, it's easy to drink. And this is, a, oh, this wow. is, this is your summer poolside sipper, and it's it'll be in the market for uh, a couple more uh, weeks if if we so don't it's not get year if we, round. no and if we don't Only get a few more weeks man yeah if we don't get rained out on Saturday at the Charleston well this will probably air after that but at the yeah, Charleston definitely. maybe maybe you can post it on your Instagram or something but the Charleston Beer Garden this weekend on right. Saturday we're gonna have six kegs of it there so we're you can you can go crazy Charleston Beer Garden six kegs yep that'll uh, be that'll be on Saturday yep that'll be this Saturday. Which yeah, I guess we'll try to do a little post for sure. Yeah, yeah. Teaser. We but may get run, rained out, so it'll be. We'll definitely do a post, but you're scheduled for the eighth of June right now. That's cool. Right. Which yeah. is 
right around the corner. This is not live. It's <laughs> we just switched over to two episodes a week. Yeah. So cool. Um, we're trying to keep it more relatable yeah. because we've had people come in here and they're like two months later. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. I, 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 Who remembers like, what you talked about well, two months ago? That's right. Well, this right. is a new... So you're talking medium, the 19th so. and the 20th, the entire weekend, Saturday, Sunday? Uh, no, d- just on Saturday. Just Saturday. The at, at the Grove, okay. Patriots Point. That's this is so me. delightful. It's yeah. just refreshing and easy to drink. Yep. That is awesome. Yeah. No, it's a great. It's perfect for where we live down here. Oh, my gosh. You know? The heat. But it's also great in the mountains, too. I mean, you know, you throw a few of these in your in your, your pack and go camping, and it's it's refreshing after a, a hike or, you know, we, we got a lot of guys um, and girls at the brewery who uh, who love to go kayaking and things like that. And this you? is perfect. Uh, I, I try to stay away from that. I've <laughs> had some injuries. I've oh, no. floated down. Last time we floated down, this is a great, this is kind of playing into the whole idea of having a brewery rep here is that we, we floated down the French Broad and, I was with uh, one of the reps who now she works for Dogfish Head, and um, we were floating down and our raft uh, malfunctioned. How's a raft malfunction? It, it, I, we probably <laughs> took it over a rock and some barnacles. So a rubber raft. Yeah, 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 inflatable. It pops. We're sitting there, and all we have is the cooler float. So I'm not the largest human being, but I'm far from a baby. Mm-hmm. And she's not exactly, you know, petite. She's a beautiful lady, but she's not five one eighty eight pounds. Right. So we have to squeeze into an inflatable cooler float. So right. think about like an igloo cooler. But she had beer. And two of us. No, no, we had to throw the beer into another <laughs> thing, and we had to paddle, and a lightning storm hits. Oh, wow. So we're literally just paddling down. The French broad, we hop out underneath the bridge, which there we go. Cue the cue the Anthony Kiedis, you know, right. singing. Yeah, because bridge, I yeah. believe I saw Fully and Anthony Kiedis um, <laughs> inspecting, you know, needles within their bloodstream under the thing, just no. making sure that they worked. Yeah, exactly. And here I am with cut up feet with a little raft that's about the size of a of a pillow and the two of us get out and it's lightning and they look at us and go hey man what's up and I was just like okay I could either just say pass the needle or let's get an Uber or something and get the hell out of here so we got out of there and oh she went to Uber okay this is probably yeah, a smart idea yeah I mean you know I'm trying to let the let the black tar sit for a little while there you go. I'm trying to kick that <laughs> trying to get off, trying to get off the spike. <laughs> you know that, that's they, great. They probably fired me if they knew I was, you know, up under the bridge with, with Anthony Kiedis and a but six pack of the Citragosa. They may approach you, like if you get Anthony Kiedis as a marketing person, we could. We then could. We'll ignore all the things that we well, have seen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even. I bet Anthony Kiedis doesn't even drink it. Oh, I highly doubt it, man. Did yeah. you have a crazy life? You know yeah. what we're talking about, right? No. So he's the lead vocalist of the Raw Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. He's got a biography that's... I knew I'd recognize the name. The dude's biography is fucked up. Yeah, they've lost, they lost uh, oh several God. people uh, 
for ODs. Yeah. Like Kalel, that was one. I'm surprised. Or he still yeah. yeah. Honestly, I. Yeah. The dude has been doing like hardcore drugs since he was 14. Okay. Thanks to yeah. his, yeah. That's, it's, a, that's it's a, a crazy book. Underrated band. Underrated. Yeah. Saw them one time in uh, Charlotte with Snoop Dogg. Nice. You've seen Red Hot Chili Peppers live? With Snoop Dogg. And Shut Snoop the Dogg. fuck up. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg comes out on the encore and they do Give It Away. Oh my God. And Snoop Dogg's the one going, Give It Away, Give It Away, Give It Away. Yeah. Oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. I'm very jealous. It was of cool. Yeah, it was. It was before both of them had sort of like entered the, the old folks' home, you know? Oh. I, mean, I mean, oh my God. Snoop Dogg's doing like a TBS uh, <laughs> Joker's Wild show now. Like, yeah. He's like, he's like Richard Dawson now. Like, I love it. Yeah. And I think Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> is pretty much, they've, they've pretty much sort of like, you know, faded away. I know, I know that Flea does a bunch of stuff with does Tom does York away, from uh, Radiohead. But is that so relevant? Yeah, what's the name of that band? I don't know. Damn. I haven't listened to anything relevant from RCP in years. I, yeah. used, I listened to them a lot in high school. Yeah. But that was probably the last time. Still good, though. Still good. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I listen back, and I'm like, you guys, even like the old music, still good. It, like, I don't feel like that was only a an era-relevant music. Right. Oh, yeah. It was, it's, you know, it's one of those things. I grew up in Augusta, Georgia, and... I listen to that. It's got so much like James Brown and yeah. funk and like that Parliament and the, you know the Bootsy Collins sort of element to it. And you know, yeah, that's. I mean, they toured with Snoop Dogg. I mean, what more do you need? That's crazy. That? Yeah. How fucking awesome. Yeah. Speaking of that, didn't you say there was a James Brown event going on? Yeah, there's a uh, James Brown dance party at uh, the Poorhouse. Yeah. yeah. There's a fucking up there about that. Uh, I mean, I do it all the time. Yeah, do they? Two, yeah. Th- two, three times a year. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's high water beer there. You can drink it. Oh, we'll, nice. we'll go and we will drink yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss that. Yeah. All James right. Brown dance party. Come on. Well, let's backtrack for a second. Yeah, yeah. So, how did okay. you get involved with this whole high wire brewing rep thing, yes. whatever that you're doing right now? How did you get involved? Well, with I I worked it? for twelve years for a dis- for two different distributors. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for Ben Arnold Beverage, which is now Breakthrough Beverage, and then I worked for RNDC, Republic National Distributing Company, and those two companies are about to merge, so to speak. So I worked for them more in the wine business. Uh, I worked doing so it, some of the code words that people don't know, and I guess this is really a part of why we're here. Is, so they break the business up. Distributors break the business up into sort of liquor and wine. And then there's usually some distributors that are just beer. So it's all over the map. I think there's something like 22 different distributors in South Carolina. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So you have... And in North Carolina, it doesn't have distributors, right? They do. Yes. They do. But the state regulates everything that goes through. Okay. So they regulate pricing and things like that. But like in South Carolina, um, what what we, we, what they do is they usually break it up as there's a spirit side... And then a wine side. And within the wine side um, and spirit side, they break that in half and they do what's called off-premise and on-premise. And it's just as simple as this. Off-premise is when you purchase the product and take it off-premise. So that's retail, like, you know, liquor stores. It's like a non-bottling Bottles, publics, things like that. It's where you go to a retailer, purchase it there, and take it off. 
on-premise is where you purchase it there. So restaurants, bars, things like that. So that's how that works. And I've worked both sides of that. Um, but basically on-premise is where I've done most of my stuff. So I worked in that area for about 12 years. And then, um, you know, I met up with these guys. We, we are owned by two guys, uh, uh, Chris Frosacker and Adam Charnack. There's a few other little fun investors, but those are the two guys who are running the program day to day. And um, literally kind of met them, got turned on to them through them uh, coming into the South Carolina market in October gosh, three years ago, 15, October 15, and uh, reached out to them. They were, you know, brought me in, we interviewed, and next thing I knew, I was the third or fourth rep. Oh, wow. The third or fourth person they'd hire. So when I started almost two and a half years ago, I think we had probably like 18 or 20 employees, and we were in four states. Now we're in seven states, <laughs> and we have close to 50 employees. So we've almost, within that two and a half years, doubled. Sure. And I think our production has tripled or quadrupled in terms of barrel production. It sounds more like way more than doubled, at least. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think I, you know, I don't want to put an exact number, but I think we were just shy of 15,000 barrels last year. So when, that, when you put that in perspective, if... If a lot of the, the crowd is a Charleston-based or South Carolina-based, um, it, it would be one of the bigger breweries in Charleston. Um, Westbrook yeah. is bigger. Palmetto is bigger. But other than that, it would be in that sort of Holy City range. You know, I think that they do about 10 or 12. I mean, Holy City is one of our favorites anyway, so yeah. you're hitting the same yeah, area much. that we love to tap. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very great. much. And, and, you know, I think Holy City is now in three states. So yeah, they have such potential. Um, love those guys. Right, three. They're, they're expanding here. Shout out to in, in, in the JT. Fall. They're expanding another tap room in the fall. Yeah, well, they, I think they got a place over on Sproul Avenue. Right. So then you'll have that whole brewery district there. Of we can get into that, but what um, else is on Sproul? Well, I guess it's yeah. So you you have like I mean it's in a similar area. So you got area. Coast, you got Common House Airworks, you got uh, all those. Then you go down, there. you have Lo-Fi, okay, Edmonds okay. Host, Trade well, yeah, Zone's about open. Yeah, that whole Upper King area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fatties. For the listeners who don't know, Fatties, Monkles, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no fucking clue. Yeah, <laughs> Cooper River, Cooper River, Edmonds Host. There's like eight breweries in that little yeah, within strip a two mile right there. little yeah. area right there. Yeah, so it, very similar to what we talked. This kind of is a callback to like the South Slope that I was describing earlier in Asheville. That's kind of what that area is going to be. It's going to be one of those things where they're going to build bike paths and stuff, and you're just going to stumble to each one of those breweries. Fucking right. deal, man. Yeah, yeah. You buy one trip down there. Yep. We need that you buy one trip back. Eight we do you? need that in Somerville. We, it's we like one it's help us out here, man. Bring more breweries to Somerville. It's, it's like my what's the line in Days Confused? It's like my uh, captain said, fifty uh, going on a mission. Twenty-five of you ain't coming back. <laughs> that's how it'll be down there. Yeah, here. Eight the of you are going drinking. That's the army. Only four, four, only four of you are getting in the Uber home. 
<laughs> That's a good night. That's exa- yeah, or day. That seems to be the thing here is the day. Yeah, day I, I really hope I'm one of the Farker Patrol. That's right. <laughs> this ain't going to start we'll, we'll get you one of those uh, little life alts, those little medic. Like the, we should do the that. Old people have a, I fall and I can't get up. We'll you start just push one. it and you're like, I'm hammered and I can't get home. Okay, so less drastic. We'll do like a beer. A beer. Tr- a beer alert. Yeah, beer alert. Just. Beep, beep. So before your buddy disappears, if you're concerned about him, you hit before that button. Before your buddy disappears. Hit, yeah. And we'll, we'll start tracking his gotta, whereabouts. got to watch it. I think that the new Holy City place is going to be on the water, so we right. might want to get what? some water wings. Yeah, it's on yeah, the little... Yeah, be across the water from coast. Yeah, you could throw a stone oh, yeah. and hit, I, and hit the brewery. Yeah. I heard How rumors... How realistic can you actually throw a stone? I, because, heard, I heard rumors they were looking to buy some... Some kayaks, some rafts, and things like that, where Shut you could just float across to both breweries. Yeah, we're, we're going to have those guys on Monday night. Hopefully, yeah. that's what we're planning on. So, which, yes. which we'll guys? Find out. Which, which Holy one? City? Yeah. Oh, great, great guys. Yeah. JT, Chris, um, uh, Joel. I, yeah, I mean, they're they're the night. we've collab we made a collaboration beer with them about two years ago. It was delicious, and they're they're probably. Some of the nicest guys in town oh, to, to deal I mean, with. And my number one spot to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love those guys. Today. Here in town, obviously. But yeah. yeah. Love those guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, so, gosh. from Augusta, so you live where now? You live I live on in James Island. Carolina? I live on James Island. Oh, James Island. I That's live on James Island. I, I've been on James Island for many, many, many years, but I do, for me, I'm traveling uh, mostly the coastal areas of South Carolina. And Georgia, but I do go up to like Augusta in that area too, uh, just to you know, old stomping grounds, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, m- mostly that, and I do get up to Asheville. I'd say quarterly. Okay. Used to be a little bit more, but I'd say quarterly, just yeah. for meetings. Sometimes, you know, we take distributors up there. That's and that's a part of the thing is like, you know, so I went from working for a distributor to now working for a brewery, and, and that term is to be a supplier. So I'm the one who's like supplying the product. So I went from sort of selling directly to customers. That was my main thing, managing uh, accounts, managing folks, managing people. Now my job is still I'm involved with accounts, calling on accounts, Um, but it's a bigger picture because I'm actually calling on accounts. I'm looking at like Harris Teeter as a whole. I'm looking at Publix as a whole. You mean like a whole as in the entire United States? Well, yeah. Or like specifically the East Coast? Or for for like where we distribute. So we're in, in, that's a good place to start with this. We are in seven states. I believe we go up to Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. And there's rumors about some more expansion or whatnot. But, like, for me, I look at, it breaks down in my territory. I think I have something like 19 or 20 Harris Teeters. That's awesome. Um, You know, Publix is somewhere there. Walmart is actually one of the bigger ones. Because when you go up to, like, Myrtle and, like, Florence, that area, those little Walmart, they have these little Walmart little, like, these, like, uh, general stores is what they call them. Neighborhood. Neighborhood, general stores. Those things are, I mean, they're... You know, there's more Walmarts than our stoplights in some of those towns. <laughs> it's the truth. Like, yeah. And they um, hold high wire. I didn't. I would have so never yeah, thought about Walmart with craft beer ever. They've changed. Never. They have yeah. to. I mean, For sure. uh, you know, to put it in perspective, we, you know, for me working in it, you guys that are passionate about it, 
you know, it's kind of mostly all we drink. I mean, you know, what, eight times out of ten, if you're drinking a beer, it's going to be a craft beer. Yeah. Um, same thing with your listeners. But when you break it down, I want to say that craft beer in the total beer market, it's only about 20%. I mean, there's still oh, those. Shit. Yeah, it might be 23.4 if I had to, you know, fact check me on that. But it's one of those things where it's still the little guy. But there's 7,000 breweries that are craft, you know? But it's just, I mean, think about it. Next time you go out, just take a look. I mean, it's Bud Light, it's, you know, Miller Coors, it's those things that are just, it's still that way. It's changing. Yeah. I mean, that gap is closing. Every minute, every hour, that sort of thing. But it is one of those things where, you know, you, you, you forget when you become so engrossed in selling craft every day, being around it, going to festivals, um, you just assume that it's so much more... Is it bigger than you bigger, think it is? Yeah, 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 agreed, yeah. Um, I was at a wedding this weekend, and they had... Um, it's like an easy-drinking... Lager, for example, it was Oak Road. It was yeah. local. It was on tap. And literally 90% of the people that went up and ordered beer ordered a can Coors Light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though an exact replica of that beer in a craft version, which is immensely better. Yeah, just yeah. Handcrafted. Just leagues yeah, better. Yeah, like yeah. You're, you're drink, You chose yeah. to drink stale yeah. piss when you could have yeah. an actual hey, beer. It's called a Coors Latte. Right. And, and no <laughs> one no one drank it. It was crazy. There's still like half a beer left. Yeah. I I'm, think me and my partner that were like filming drank most of that keg by ourselves and it was insane. I would watch people go up in the order of Coors. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You didn't yeah. even... You didn't even try it. Well, a lot, a lot of it has to do with sort of the stigma that people have that craft beer is this sort of like, it's 9%. It's it's heavy. It's going to make me fat. Things like that. You know, what makes you fat is that you drink 20 of any beer. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I, yes, a, a Sierra Pale has got probably three times as many calories as a Coors Latte. But the thing is, is that you're drinking, you know, you're not having three. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, maybe that's me. And that may be, you know, my admission of alcoholism. But three course lights is literally, that's just like elevator music. Right. You know? And, you know, heck, our lager that, I, that we have is, you know, it's, it, like you said, easy to drink, four and a half percent. I mean, I just... I was at a working festival last weekend, and that's all I drank. And, you know, it's like the best festival beer. It's the best beach beer. It's the best day beer because, you know, you don't have to pace yourself. But at the end of the day, when you wash a few of those down, you know, there's a couple thousand calories <laughs> and uh, probably like uh, huge late-night hunger pains that are going <laughs> to set in at about... Uh, 11.30 at night. Yeah, depending on your uh, your rate of yeah. consumption. Yeah, yeah. Which I know is... For me, I have a problem. I consume pretty quickly. Man. Yeah, mine, mine is... Your, your late night would be my early evening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, for, for me, it, it just depends on when I start. And usually it's uh, early in the in the ball game, especially on a festival. I mean, yes. yeah, like we have, that's the other thing about this festival coming up. Noon to seven. That, that's, that's mine. I'm... Um, it's noon to seven. Like, are they just again? Is that one of those things? Fifty of going in the jungle. 
25 seven. of you ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> noon to seven, you expect like for 20, two, 25, two thirds of the people are done. 25 bucks, all you can drink, noon to seven. I mean, wow. literally. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, literally. They need fucking to, no one's surviving that. They they have a jump castle, and I think they just put the put the people in the jump castle. There's no kids there. Everybody's like, why is there a jump castle? Just to throw the kid, just to throw the drunk bodies into the jump castle. Oh, let them sleep in there <laughs> yeah. until the taxi arrives. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was in Atlanta. The, no, that one's a, a, the one that I went to was in Aiken. It was okay, Aiken Bluegrass, Aiken, but the Aiken, one this weekend so. is down at Patriots Point. Right. That one's that yeah. one's that's a big one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I guess I gotta digress back to getting into the beer business. So I got in the beer business. Well, let me do this real quick. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, we fact checked here uh, with over 5,300 breweries operating during the year 2017. Small and independent craft brewers represent 12.3 percent of the market share by volume of the overall beer. So industry. I was wrong. So like half of yeah, what yeah, you what you thought was. I said like twenty. In comparison, but does that tw- count like twenty eleven was five point seven percent? So we've what? gone up to twelve point three percent. It's almost tripled. Yeah. 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 So maybe it is going to be. But that was twenty seventeen. So maybe it's more than that. Yeah. Uh, this I, year, I, but I want to say it's like eighteen to twenty three percent is what I saw. Right. And I guess if maybe some of the people don't count like they don't count like Yingling and like. Sam Adams, who call themselves right, craft true. and things like that. Well, I mean, that's yeah. Again, to call stats are. It's about the. Yingling, come on. Yeah. Fake news. It's all about the fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. I just wanted to look that up. So. <laughs> that was great. I think anyone's done that yet yeah. on our yeah. podcast. That yeah. was great. Make America great again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, oh, fuck, what time I've is seen. It? I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple uh, <laughs> make craft greater. Well, they, they, I've seen the one like make Coors Light great and get Coors Latte, make Budweiser great. I mean, it's really? perfect. I've seen those hats I've around. Never seen that. It's funny. I mean, you know, you know, you can. Well, profit before we on. get off into what you were going to talk yeah. about, what do you think about InBev? I mean, like like Wicked Weed. I mean, you're up in Asheville. Yeah. What do you think about Wicked Weed selling out InBev? Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've got a buddy who, you know, the rep who works for Wicked Weed, and you know, great guy. Like, you know, not. Nothing that he could control, you know? And he does his job. I think that it's one of those things where it's a great question that you ask. Because I think it's one of those deals that if they would have sold to Constellation or if they would have sold to um, sort of another conglomerate um, like the Shelton Brothers or if they would have sold to, I mean, even like, uh, say, something like uh, even Miller Coors. Nobody gave Terrapin a, a word. You know, Lagunitas seems to get a pass for Heineken. It's just that they sold to the Clydesdales. Yeah. I think that was one of those things. And I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, um, was the attitude that they sort of carried themselves as like, we were this great, you know, we're the best craft brewery and we're the greatest. And then you kind of go and make a business uh, partnership with, sort of like the evil empires, the way people look at it, right. it kind of boggled people's minds. And I think that people went way overboard about it. They oh, gave Wicked Weed a, you just the worst. You're guaranteed that people went a little they went overboard. But people need that in their lives. There's, there are on. people out here struggling making, you know, $30,000 a year and drinking $12 a pint beers. Yeah, you know, And they yeah. feel like they want... They wanted Wicked Weed to be poor like them, you know, and whatever. That's terrible. I, I think that it was one of those things where, you know, if somebody offered you 
you know, $10 million. Fucking, I'll take it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got a deal. <laughs> exactly. I don't even need to see the exactly. reasons. I'll but, but, right now. But I'll admit, Please, I'll admit it, it, it bothered me in a, in a way that, like, Come on. It, it, it bothered me because, like, I just was like, it, it's more of a symptom of the, the, it's sort of the, all these breweries getting bought up. At some point, it's going to be like, well, you know, where where do we stop? When when does it become too much? And if you look at what InBev's doing, like look at all the breweries they bought. If you put it on a map, they've literally co- covered every market. Like you've List, got like can you can you give us a few examples for our listeners? Yeah, of course. So you've got like Goose Island. Okay, that's your Chicago. Sol- that's a solid Chicago example. Midwest. Yep. Um, you've got Golden Road. That's L.A. That's Southern California. That sort of area. Um, you got Wicked Weed, which is the southeast. So that sort of area. Uh, you've got Devil's Backbone. Okay. So that's sort of like Virginia, D.C. Yeah. That mid-Atlantic area too. Um, and then you've got I get these like Blue Point. Wow, Blue Point. Yeah, I know that's, that. That's a, and then you've got Ten Barrel, which is like northeast. So like they've literally, if you put it on the map. Strategically, one hundred percent. They're kind of having that, yeah. That's smart. So if you look at it, they got nothing in Texas. Nothing. Would not shock me if they bought something in Texas, you know, like Shinerbach or something, or maybe Shiner. something even you know different than that. But Shiner. like, is Shiner Craft? No, but like something, they'll find like, something. Like, uh, um, and then I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't grab something in Colorado too. Oh, man, right. You know, got to be in Colorado if you're crazy. That's what I would be doing yeah. if I was them. Yeah. I'd be all about it. Yeah. I mean, let me hit my... And, and, it, and it goes it's, in the Miller Coors backyard, too. But in, if you think about InBev, they own them, too. I mean, mm-hmm. like, InBev owns pretty much all Damn. of Molson, you know, everything but, like, Molson Coors. It's crazy. Right. I mean, they, they have, like, 70% of the market. What a crazy spider web. Yeah. And that, that's just in... The United States, think about globally what they have, too. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. Okay, you're right. They're making so much money. Yeah, and a lot of it, buying the craft, for them, it makes them be a player in the craft game in those regions and, you know, that sort of thing. But, like, Constellation, look at what they did. They bought Ballast Point. I never they heard just, of Constellation. So, Constellation is more of a wine and spirits company. Okay. They're a huge player. In the um, in the game, so they own tons of wineries. They own like Robert Mondavi, Woodbridge, okay. all those things well, that you see yeah, in the grocery absolutely. store. Um, then they own like Svedka and uh, things like that. Like, yeah, they own big players like that, and they're also in the beer game now. They own Corona, Pacifico, all that stuff, uh, Negro Modelo, Modelo Especial, all that, and now they own Ballast Point and Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha. I just drank literally yeah. two Funky Buddhas today. Yeah, yeah. we just had Constellation. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not even know that. I didn't even... Like, I, I didn't even if know you, that was... If, Constellation is probably wow. in that category with uh, with um, AB, with uh, Molson Coors, with like E&J Gallo. That's another one. They I mean, do mostly just wine and, and spirits, but... Yeah, Constellation is a huge player. If you if you could look up like their annual revenue, it's billions on billions and billions of dollars. Know, we were supposed to have a guy here looking up shit today, but yeah, no worries. He's not. No worries. I've already oh. I've already screwed up. Well, I also told him not yeah. to come. Yeah, six so. billion. Yeah, six. That's a wow. year. That's crazy. And, and then, then there's, there's Bush and Bev is uh, fifty six point four four billion. Yeah. 
Diageo. Diageo. Hey, where, where so Diageo has beer brands too. They have Guinness. Oh Red my Stride, god. Guinness. Harp, all oh that. my god, those are so big. Yeah. I know all of yeah. those. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the rumor, I, and I don't nobody hold me against that. But the rumor is, is that Diageo wants to buy Creature Comforts. Okay, that's the that's rumor. out of Florida, right? Uh, Creature Comforts is in Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia, that's right. Which is uh, second to Highwire is my favorite brewery. Really? Yeah, personally, I love that place. It's good stuff. I love that place. Anytime I'm up near Athens, I'm there. Okay, love their beer. Love it. Everybody's kind of like they, I, you know, Tropicali is what they're known for, an IPA, but I, uh, I definitely, I'm, I'm a Cocoa Bunny fan. Cocoa Bunny. Yes. I haven't had that. Yeah. Cocoa Bunny. Yeah, they, uh, they just built a new brewery up there in Athens. It's, phew, it's huge. But yeah, Constellation, $6 billion. So that puts him, what, at third? Brown Foreman's 3.08. Brown Foreman, yeah. Yeah, and Brown Foreman is Jack Daniels. See, Constellation's so big, I didn't even see it. They're bigger than Anheuser... No, no, no. no, no. That's they're third. Sense. They're third, so there's AB, and then Diageo, Diageo, and then Constellation. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Six billion a year. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Especially not to even know their name. Yeah. Like, everyone knows MBEV. Everyone knows that name. Yeah. You hear any kind of beer... So, yeah, look at that. If, you go, if you go to the subsidies and click Crown Imports over there on the bottom right... Barmer. Under Constellation Brands. Yeah, Which click that. More? Yeah. Click they... Crown Imports. That'll list all the beers. Oh, shit. So, I guess, where do we say? Where does it show all that? Everyone. You drink a lot of Wicked Weed? Uh, I, 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 drink, I drink Wicked Weed. We're, we're, in the, we're distributed by the same distributor. Okay. You notice any difference between oh what they so did much. before they got bought? Not really. Not really. Just I, the things that I notice is that they are getting a lot more. Um, there's there's a little bit more product available, and right. they are getting cut into sets. So that's another thing going into another terminology of that a lot of people don't understand. You just go into your grocery store and look. So there's a whole it, it, when you walk into your grocery store and you stare at the beer aisle. Mm-hmm. That is set. That is predetermined, and Constellation does a lot of that, and it's called a planogram. Makes so sense. the next time you go in, there's a reason why it's set a certain way. So, like you read left to right, or if you walk the aisle, whatever, you will. There'll be a certain way it's set, and you know a lot of places will do it. Like for us, we're in North Carolina Brewery. You'll see us. We'll be next to. You know, maybe next to Wicked Weed, maybe next to Highland, maybe next to uh, Foothills, something like that. Right. Um, yeah, they're kind of and sometimes it's out. sometimes it's just a craft section. Sometimes it's just six pack craft. But um, yeah, there's a planogram that is, you know, maybe there's some guys playing golf, and they go, oh, I need to get I need to get my twelve packs in here, and they say, all right, if you make a birdie on the next hole. <laughs> Cut four more funky Buddhas in, so and then maybe a strip club after that or whatever. But um, so when you go in as a consumer, that is predetermined, and so that's where the thumb wrestling and the judo in the trenches occurs, because then they will set that, and then it's up to the actual sales reps to oh, keep shit. those places to keep them full. To and there it is dirty. There are sales reps that are oh, that will God. hide tags. Oh, that'll shit, move things no out, way. cut things in. So, like, if they're getting a bonus on, say, fu- the new fun- Funky Boot is now out. 
Yeah. Let's just use them. Sorry, Funky Buddha, we're not taking you personally. But let's say they come Delicious. in and say, here's an incentive. You get 10 bucks for every new placement you make. Well, a guy looks at it and he's got 12 grocery stores. And so he's like, if I got two in every one, that's 24 at 10 bucks. That's 240 bucks. So he's going to go in there, look at that planogram, and I'm going to tell you what, he or she's not going to look at it and go, okay, let me cut my stuff out. Right. They're going to look at it and they're going to say, all right, I'm going to hide this. So it is, like I said, it's thumb wrestling and judo in the trenches. Wow. And I so that's, that's how that works. It's so cutthroat. It, it is. It is. And it's, it's the same way with wine, same way with, yeah. you know, when you look at it, when you go in there, so often as a consumer, you're just going in, like, I need to grab my thing. Yeah, let me, let me grab my shit. But the reason you would yeah. grab your shit, your thing, yeah. where it's at, is based on yeah. the planogram. Like it's predetermined for you. Yep. What you expect to see, yep. where and, you expect and, to see you it. You know, when Chet, the rep, came in there with his tight khakis, which <laughs> <and, laughs> you're and not wearing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm in shorts and you know, I was uh, yeah. But like when he's in his tight crease. Pleated khakis and his boat shoes, and he comes in there and starts moving shit around and got his two new placements and got his money. Then you, then the next rep comes in and they've got a, you know, constellation said, "All right, I want the new one is Corona Premier. It's like a low calorie Corona." Really? So they're like, I've seen that. That has got to be, you will, it's going to be. I mean, it's less than Corona Light. Yeah, I think it's like. Do we even need to talk about it? Like, honestly? No, but it's, but here's the thing. They'll, they'll put money into those reps' hands. Yeah. Like, they'll sit there and say, I mean, it'll be big money. Of course. Like, you're looking it at probably like. probably tastes like shit. Yeah, you're looking at like, and they're like, if you do 25 cases, a, a 25 case display, and it could be $100. Of course, and if you drop, if you do that yeah. ten times, you've made a thousand bucks, and that's kind of how the machine works behind the scenes. So, like for, for your listener, that's when you go sucks. into Harris Teeter, Publix, Piggly Wiggly's coming back, Food Lion. No, Piggly Wiggly's not. They coming are. Back. They bought no, some no, Bylos. They, they bought Bylos. They just opened a couple. Bylos, yeah, Bylos, yeah. Fuck yeah. Piggly The pig is back. Yeah, man. No. Yeah. They should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, I'm big the on the pig. Yeah. Yeah. Hog wild. The big middle finger <laughs> in the bags. I'll wear that. I'll make yeah, one. Yeah. I like anyway. the tie-dyed ones. But <laughs> no, when you walk a store, when you're walking in grocery shopping, usually you're hungry or hungover or uh, You're going for a reason. Yeah, but you don't sit down. Our job is to slow that process down and say, we have like a whole idea, we survey the store. So we walk the store counterclockwise, look for the spots where, so next time you go, look where things are merchandised, look where the alcohol is, look where the chips are. Bread is always up front, it's the most profitable item. It's $4 for a loaf of bread that costs six cents to make. It'll ruin your That's life always up front, yeah. But like, look where the beer and wine and things are now. And so when you look at that, there is a, a you know high traffic area, places where you'll get impulse buys out yeah. of the aisle shopping, that sort of thing. Yeah. And those folks like the constellations and the ABs of the world, you know, that's where they can put money into I mean, you know, when you'll see when you open up the little Sunday flyer and it's like suitcases. Well, <laughs> that's a term that people are twenty four packs 
a Bud Light his car suitcase. for $2. You know, like <laughs> something crazy like that where it's like, Dude, yeah, like where it's yeah. cheaper than yes. what they sell it for. Even because it's $2 cheaper for like, they're I striking need it. the check. I need it now. And, that, and that's what's called a loss leader. They are literally paying uh, uh, the, the cr- striking a check to Publix and saying, you get there 660 Publixes. And they'll have a display in every one. So think about that. If they put 50 cases in every one, oh I mean, how God. many how many thousands upon thousands of cases is that to what? where that's just right there in your... But what better advertisement what? is there than when you walk in the grocery store and yeah. your baby stroller rams into a mountain of Bud Light, you know? Like, yeah. you remember that. Yeah. And you just say, oh, $9.99, it just falls in the cart. And you don't even go on that beer aisle to look at what else is there. Yeah, you're done. You're done. They beat you to it. Yeah. And speaking of beating you to it, we have so many more beers to drink. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go for that. We are over halfway through this podcast, man. Well, like, yeah. Let's go for that low pitch. We're almost an hour. Low pitch. Yeah. So, this, it, so this next one is a, a newer beer for us, but it is a year round, and it's kind of in that vein of of uh, an IPA. Is that the goza? It is the goza. Nope, nope. It's an IPA. So it's a juicy IPA. Oh shit. Yeah, we just drank the goza. We'll do the low pitch IPA. Well, they can't even hear me, so it's okay. That's fine. Listen, um, Caleb is in the uh, refrigerator trying to find a beer over here. Yeah, yeah I'm fucking it all an up. IPA. This is why Brian pours everything, and I just sit here and record and drink it. Right, so we got the low pitch, uh, yeah. juicy IPA. So yep. this is a, a take on the New England style IPA. No, no, we don't. We don't. It's not. I won't say it's New England. It, there's a little haze to it, but we're not going. It's not a full on. You know that that beer does go through the centrifuge. Um, it is sort of like a. I call it a coastal IPA. Okay. I'm sure that I hope no one from the brewery hears me say that because we're in, like I said, seven states. And, you know, <laughs> right. but but it's I mean, one of the it, coast. Yeah. I mean, you're near the coast. Or but it's 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 under five percent ABV, and the IBUs on this are only thirty five. So okay. it's not this super hot. You know, some of the things that I find tough to deal with with IPAs are they can get really resinous and piney, and sure. you know they're 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 delicious. But they're kind of give you a lot of palate fatigue, to where they sort okay. of burn your palate down. At this will not end, do it's that. Hard to finish. Yeah, this I is for that. the beach, for the boat, for the golf course, for the drive home, that sort of thing. Right. Um, and that's why I call it coastal IPA because it, it's got a lot of like really like tropical notes on it, and it's just super easy to drink. Okay. So cheers. Oh, it smells wonderful. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And we call this, if you see the the label, um, the sort of inside joke is horn dog. Okay, you're going to explain that. Look, look, look. Yeah, the... Oh, it's got a giant French horn on it. So French all, horn? Yes. Is that French horn? Yep. So all of our um, bottles, mm-hmm. all the artwork is uh, done by an artist. Her name is uh, Charlotte Odin. Shout out to her. She lives up in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I'll write that down. Charlotte, I mean, it's awesome. I've duplicated her artwork when I worked at Lowe's Foods so yeah. many times because yeah. we have to make our own beer signs. Like, right. Yeah. What do I do for this? I'm yep. like, oh, look, it's already been done. I can just copy it, put yep. it back up there. 4.9% yep. ABV, 35 IBUs, like you yep. said. O-D-E-N for Odin. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's there's really no descriptions for high wire on here. Who, who does... Does somebody well, there load to, the? Uh, if you go to our, 
If you go to our website, and everybody can go to our website, okay. and it's highwirebrewing.com. That's confusing. It is. Very complex. Yeah. Especially after about seven, teen, uh, seven high wires. <laughs> Speaking of that, what is... By the well, way, while, I, I, while he's looking that up, what is your, I guess, is it the lager that's probably your, your most popular? So it depends by market. Uh, in a lot of markets, IPAs are mostly okay. in the pack, the high pitch. Is this a flagship? Yeah, it would be one of those, so it'd be low pitch. Oh, that's good. Flagship for uh, Ghost. Uh, this is like yeah. Ghost is a fucking IPA. Yeah. I'll get no, that eventually. Yeah. No, um, so yeah, our five, our five core beers, flagship beers right. are our lager, our brown ale, which is bed and ales, our high pitch IPA, our low pitch IPA, and then our regular Goza. We just had the specialty Citra Goza. Okay. But yeah, this is... Well, at least the Goza <clears throat> is a flagship. I don't feel that terrible. Right. The stir quenching, easy drinking IPA packs a bright citrus hot punch, juicy American hops, and a light malt bill. Make low pitch the perfect pairing for sandy shores, mountaintops, or your bestie's birthday party. Where it says. It's great. Yeah. All year round, 12-ounce bottles, 12-ounce cans coming soon. Cans are here. They we've are got here. 12, we've got 12-ounce cans. Um, we will probably have them in um, Harris Teeters shortly. They are at Bottles. I think that they may be at Bill's um, okay. for your hey, Somerville people. Yeah. But I know that at Bottles, they have Bottles. Right. But cans and bottles, cans and bottles, bottles and bottles. Bottles. Bottles yeah. usually does us. They're they're one of my favorite accounts in town. They, uh, Zach, the buyer there, has a, a great set, and they 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 treat us really well. Right. Where is that? West Ashley. Uh, that is in Mount Pleasant Mount on Pleasant. Okay. on uh, Coleman. Boulevard. Okay, yep. I've heard a lot about bottles. Yeah, I mean, so, I total, just... total wine is over in West Ashley. Bottles, yep. not pleasant. Bill's here in town. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So those are your main, those I guess, statements of where that, you Those are the find. independent. Yeah, we, we put that as independent retailers. Oh, shit, man. If we can get ourselves going, we'll be another one of those. Hopefully. I love a giant bottle section. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. All, no. Whatever you guys got, bring it on. Well, I, yeah, I did leave you some of those uh, cork and cage 750s. Ooh, that's dude. yeah, that's for your, that's for your. Uh, we'll talk about for another that. another another night. That's for the, you know, special occasion. That's not for tonight. We can crack that sure. shit open on a special occasion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's one of the things. Our yeah, sour program, you. our sour program, uh, has really been. One of the things that's just sort of really made working there so much fun is that, um, you know, we just came back from World uh, Beer Cup. Where? That was up, at, up, in, up in CBC, so the Craft Beer Conference. So that's where they do the World uh, Beer Cup. That was two weeks ago, and we got a bronze medal for our um, one of our Sour Program beers. What? Yeah, it's a dry hop dale, and... Um, in that category, we're talking sour barrel aged beers, and that's a very elite category. And we got the third best one in the world. That's not yeah. that's not American craft beer. That's the world. What and what uh, what kind of barrels? Yeah, well, give us a name. So here, we man. use we use. Let's give you a shout out here. We use um um. Yeah, let's pull up everything if you have that there. We can pull it up, and so I don't get misquoted and. They send me a pink slip and damn it. So, so are, are we going up on, on the website here? Or? Yeah, we can do that if we just go under beer. Let's just go back to beers. Yeah. Uh, 
go down to sour mm-hmm. beer. So yeah. right now, they are beer. looking yeah. up Here we go. said beer. So if we scroll down. Here we go. Yeah, here? look at this. Labels. I didn't so know you beautiful. had this many fucking yeah. sour beers. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. This these one. are cool bottles. That's it. I love these fucking bottles. That's what is the it? One. He found one. What is it? Brett Sick. Pale Ale. A Brett Dry Pale Ale. with, how do you say that name? Halitou Blanc and Citra Hops. Yep. Aged Let- for 11 months, French, French oak, white wine barrels. Oh. Brett Myces, then bottle condition, more funky than sour, light in color, and hoppy. It's and only about 4.5% ABV, too. I mean, is that still available? Can we find that somewhere? You, there might be a, a bottle or two out in the market. I oh, would say man. check bottles in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Maybe, maybe see that on the camera as we go. Yeah. Here, let me... Um... But yeah, we've got a ton of... So uh, this is the bronze medal. Yeah. Oh, I liked it better than you had it. Um, Sorry. Yeah, and shout out to... Our friends at Revelry, they want a gold in the... Um, they want a lot of gold. I guess it was like the Doppelbach uh, version. Yeah. Um, smooth like jazz or smooth as jazz. I think right. they won. I was going to mention that, but it, I didn't know if you wanted to mention it. No, no, no. Of course, man. They're friends. Brewery, they're, they're, we're actually... It's a great way to advertise. They're doing <clears throat> the Funk Collective. So that is going to be June 30th at Revelry. So this kind of gets back to your discussion about Wicked Weed and Anheuser-Busch and things like that. This uh, festival was born out of that because Wicked Weed always did the Funk Invitational. And so what happened was, is after they announced that they, you know, uh, got in bed with uh, Anheuser-Busch, they... Everybody canceled. Everybody pretty much canceled. Yeah, level petty level, 100 right there. And they were even going to donate everything to charity at that Yeah, so they went to... People still backed up. They went to Birds Fly South. Yeah. Um, Birds Fly South hosted it last year. We, we participated. And so Revelry, you know, Birds Fly South, again, I love Birds Fly South. Maybe maybe the best brewery in the state of South Carolina. Their sour program is phenomenal. Yeah. So, so they and Revelry teamed up and said, they said, look, we're both, let's just do it at your place one year. We'll do it at our place the next. So this year, it's June 30th. And when this thing airs, this will be like two or three weeks before. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be like 50. You maybe you can pull that up. We can read off all the people that are coming. Uh, it's under Funk Collective. <clears throat> and um, I know that we're a part of it. We're going to bring some stuff down. Maybe this beer will be there at the thing. But I, I want to say it's like 40 breweries. With having Funk Collective? 2018. Yep, that's it. And uh, so that's going to be that June 30th. I think it's 70 bucks to play. Um, it's it's gonna be so much fun. You will sweat your proverbial backside oh, off. Oh, all right, so, so, it's a, so it's what against the grain, Almanac, American Solera, hmm. Anderson Valley, Birds Fly South, Blackberry Farm, Breakside, Captain Lawrence, Carolina of Our House, Commonwealth, Deciduous D Nine, Edmonds O's, Fontaflora, Freehouse, Highwire, Holy yeah. City, Jolly Pumpkin. Nora, wow. Ocelot, Revelry, Saint Somewhere, Salude, Von Seats, Theoreticals, Westbrook, Wooden Robot, New Belgium, Barrel Culture, Transient, Burial, Sante and Darius, Green Bench, Charlestown Fermatory, Bond Brothers. That's a really good brewery. Wow. Off Color, Botanist. Is- 
And we covered maybe a fifth of those names on the actual yeah. website. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, so. Scratch, Charleston Infirmatory. Scratch is a, a spinoff of Fonta Flora, am I correct? I think so, yeah. yeah. So there's 70 bucks for tickets. I know we're bringing like three or four beers. June 30th. Yeah, so it'll be hotter than the devil's backside. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. For 70 bucks, the, the style That's and quality phenomenal. of those beers is ridiculous that is, that is something that if, if you're there. local we should you hit that there. up yeah, we need to be there for sure well, we'll, June we'll definitely be there i mean if we can if we yeah. can make it happen we'll do a live show for sure yeah 70 bucks for tickets so it's a good deal that's a great I yeah mean, that's less than a dollar almost less than a dollar yeah. per brewery yeah. that's crazy yeah it'll be the weekend after our festival that's every, crazy every that is a weekend after a festival speaking of that we're having a festival so we're doing a giant music festival right off the Ashley River. Okay. We're having a bunch of breweries like donate beer, hopefully um, give back to the community, take a little bit for ourselves, and enhance what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Some, uh, local food vendors, local artists, uh, local musicians. Uh, yep. What's the date there? June 24th. We're hoping for the 24th. Yeah. The, the Sunday, Sunday, 12 to 4 is what we're shooting for. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so if you're free, we would love to have you uh, there. Yeah, where 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 again on the Ashley? Is it over there by? It's called Blackwater on the Ashley. So is that over there by Freehouse and? Oh no, that's down that's, that's way down in Charleston. Seventeen. No, this is up here. In, Close in, to sixty-one. Okay. Or is it off of sixty-one? Off of seventeen A. Off okay. of seventeen okay. A. I think I know where. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll we'll drop a pin, put a little place mark, post a picture. Yeah. We'll post some stuff. We'll we'll let you know. Please, yeah. please. Yeah. Please, but yeah, that this thing is gonna be a. That's gonna be that's, great. A, it's yes. a freak show. Yeah, it'll be great. Like yeah, you, I mean, you this know, it's kind of taking the place of the uh, what was the thing they did at Coast every year. Um, oh, the the, the revival. Revival. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, I think they got to a point with that where. Um, I think they'll bring it back now that they're expanding and they're doing some different yeah, stuff over there. It's yeah. gonna come back. But it was it was just one of those things mm-hmm. where they had so. I mean, it was a really great thing i mean it was a really great thing but it was so much work for them and it it turned kind of into like a slosh fest too like where people were just really pounding out drinks and and, and that's kind of how it is but it was also one of those things where you had a lot of people a lot of breweries that weren't in this market didn't really translate for them to sort of be there and donate a bunch of time and and beer and they're not even distributed and you know they were having to answer a bunch of like tough questions like you know you'd get for for every 10 people that knew what they were dealing with and just joined the experience there's those two or three they're like why can't i get this at the Publix or why can't i get this my my, you know where i live in i live in monk's corner where do y'all sell this in monk's corner (laughs) <laughs> and you're just like, uh I love the accent. You know, you're like, uh, we're we're uh, we're not in South Carolina. Well, why are you here pouring for us? Yeah. God forbid you try something new, right? Yeah. You know, it's called marketing, Jeez. honey. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But uh, please don't have to spit your beer yeah, out, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's it's one of those things where that that's a great show for us and it shows and i think a lot of this comes back to sort of charleston we kind of spoke before we started recording about how charleston sort of rates against other territories and how i spend my time on the road and things like that where 
you know, we have so many breweries here that by osmosis, you kind of pick up yep. the lingo and, and, you know, you, you understand what a goza is. You understand what's the difference between a New England style IPA and what's the difference between, you know, a West Coast style and things like that. You know what sour beer is. I mean, how many times I'm working across the Southeast and people are like, sour? Sour beer? <laughs> like that means it's bad, right? Sour. Why would you want anything sour? My Bud Light's colder than an Eskimo's toenail. Like I don't want no sour beer. And it's one of those things where you're just like, no, no, it's made that way. It's it's made that way. It'll yes. have a flavor it's profile. On yeah. yeah, and then you make it. You make a bad beer on purpose. Man, that don't sound smart to me. And I'm like, well. Neither does, you know, force feeding yourself Chick Fil A nine days a week. Right. But Ooh. that's another side. I don't know, thing. man. That's hard to I, argue. No, don't don't worry. I still I I, I visit the, Dude, the actually, holy grail of, of honest, fast food I, I too. I can't tell you the last time I was at Chick Fil A. Nah, so. me neither. But I can't. I can't. Yeah. We're not bashing on Chick Fil A. Open on Sunday, please, Chick Fil A. Um, please. Yeah. Come on. Just create another. There is no better day for Chick Fil A. Yeah. Create <laughs> then, another place. Then your God's holy day. Call it like. I mean, if they opened it up on Sunday, I think they would triple those. Their, their well, they don't have to. They can just create another brand called like Lucifer's Hot Chicken or something. <laughs> like, just have it like. Can you know, we do that? It's a, it's a same recipe. Lucifer's Hot Chicken. You got it. It serves beer and it serves beer and like only shots. Like All you can't get a mixed things. drink. Yeah. 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 Like, can I get a can I get a bourbon and coke? Oh, the only goodness. coke we put in our burp never mind. But it's one of those things. Oh, I love it. Lucifer's chicken. Lucifer's hot chicken. Yes, hot chicken. You got it, man. I love and it's it. owned by Chick-fil-A. Like they have to own it. Like on the on the slot. Do like, they have to? Because if I open this room, they're not. <laughs> it's only open on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's it's all it opens at twelve oh one Saturday night. Man, yes. and closes at eleven fifty nine Sunday. Oh my god, I'm loving that. Yeah, I love it, it too. So fantastic. It's like the Devil's Waffle House. Yes. Um, One day a week, we kill it. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yeah, I think that is yeah. the best. And I, if, if I can only have to work one day a week, I'll be happy. Sure, and I'll give it all. I'll give you 120. It's one of those places. Once we're sold out, we're sold out. We close at one o'clock. We're closed. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's done. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to really ruin what we have going so far. And we're open on Christmas Day. <laughs> well, because Christmas doesn't exist. One hundred percent. And like, we're on, yeah, hot no, chick kitchen. No. Anyway, no, he's like my enemy was born on that day. But I'm digressing. I have to pee so badly. You go ahead. We can still talk. What? What do you All right. Mean? If you what guys you want to talk without me, that's fine. But I can pause it. We can take a pee break. If anyone else needs to pee, let's do that. Yeah, okay. pause it. All right. We're we're gonna pause it for a second. Play some music. Uh, you guys enjoy Slayton Johnson for the first time during right. the break. All right, what else? We, you want to do another high pitch or you want to do something different? Because <clears throat> put that put well, shit over here on the couch, man. The high wire sign. We have put about it, put it right there back there on the couch. We got about 40 minutes left. There you go. Nice. There you go. There you Show go. that shit off. Do you want to do the same beer? How many? You brought. I got one more. One more. Okay. The lager. So we'll finish with the lager. Okay. Just, this like, way we can share this. Oh, do you have a? I got one. Oh shit! You would think that I would. Well, we professional, you would. occupational hazard, I guess, is what you'd call that. 
All right. All right. I see the opening this. I'll tell you what I was talking about before we start recording. It was a show going on in Myrtle Beach that I really wanted to go to with a buddy of mine. And what, like the House of Blues or something? Or? Yes. I will. I think it was in the House of Blues. Where the fuck was it? It really doesn't say. It just says Myrtle Beach. Oh, no, it was House of Blues. I'm sorry. Um, Parkway Drive, which is good. I don't really care for them so much, but it was August Burns Red, The Devil Wars Prada, and Polaris. <clears throat> Those were the main ones that I really wanted to see, the last three. So I really wanted to be in... Hard to believe that's an IPA. Myrtle Beach. It beforehand. is. I love Very, it. Very uh, different. I mean, it's, uh, it's unique, for sure. Yeah, but it's good. It's it's no, easy it's, to drink. It's good. Like it is yeah. like it's not uh, like I said, in your face hops. It's not the juicy those, New England style. It's kind of in the middle. It's yeah, like some of those different. can get really, really, really like palate fatigue, like yeah. burn you up. They right. have like tannins. Like you're almost drinking like a like something that kind of gives you like that acidity and that like quench, but it also like weighs the tongue down and like literally takes like mm-hmm. you, you know your taste buds are straining for anything after that right yes i mean it's really important with food too is like to have something that doesn't overwhelm the food i mean it's a it's kind of like 101 and that's where craft beer sometimes really like misses the point right are we back on are we recording no, we're back on. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, cool. So you can on. lay into it, man. No, no, no. I just think, about. I think, well, that kind of gets into, if we can digress on that, I think one of the points is, is a lot of people ask us, like, what does high wire mean? You know, high wire is a name that they came up with to really describe the style of beers we make. Yes, we'll do a handful that are just kind of over the top and fun that we like to have a good time with. But for the most part, and from what we've drank tonight, it's balanced beers. You know, our logo is a, a walker on a tightrope. What and you so have to do on a tightrope? You have to be balanced. Got to be fucking balanced. And so the, the beers perfect. are the beers are balanced. We're making beers for people who like to drink beer. Um, you know, I know that that sounds very sort of cliche, and but it's it's for it's so you can drink a few of them and not. You know, fall on your face. You want them to taste good. Yeah. You want them to pair with food. You want them to be consumed year-round, no matter the place, no matter the time, and enjoy them just as much. Good. And I think one of the things that we also do is, to do that, you're not over-hopping things. You're not over, you know, yes. you're not playing the acid up high. The ABV is in check. Our core beers, our highest ABV is on the high pitch, and it's like 67 that's the highest. We go from like four two to six seven. And that's the world that we live in on our core beers. Most of our other beers stay within that. We do a handful of beers that crawl into double digits, um, and that's just kind of because we make a Doppelbach that's ten percent. We've yeah, got you a do. yeah, you we've do. got a twice as nice. We've got a, a tropical golden strong ale out right now. It's about eleven five, and that thing will that thing will. Ooh, it is it is strong. And I mean, almost the same conversation we had last night with Oak Road Brewing Company. I don't want to yeah, throw yeah, another no, brewery ahead, in there, ahead. but they're saying the same thing. They're very it, sessionable. Yeah. They try and keep things low yeah. ABV. People can come in and get out of there without having to Uber home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. nice, easy drinking, low yeah. ABV. Yeah. You're well, not getting in trouble. And I think, I think the thing, too, is to sort of take it to a different 
And I think it's a, a trend that is coming. One hundred percent. Used 100%. to be you wanted the highest ABD you could yeah. get and the yeah. stupid hops and the whatever, and now it's kind of coming back down. Yeah, I and I think a lot of that is too. What we we don't talk about a lot, you know, in the market is consistency. It's having consistency to where you're gonna pick up that bottle of beer in March or in uh, September in Atlanta in Charlotte, mm-hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio. It's okay. going to taste the same. One of the things that we really pride ourselves on is working the lab. That's super important. Our, our head brewer, uh, Luke Colgate, is sort of a you know science first guy. Like that's he awesome. works the lab. And that's one of the things that I feel like a lot of the smaller breweries really need to sort of get to that next level is lab work. Okay. Is actually using science as a main part of what you're doing. Um, Write that I, shit down. I mean, I think a lot, I think there is an artistry to brewing. It's kind of like a chef, things like that. But when you look at it, having lab work, getting consistency, you know, one of the things that we've done is by using the lab, um, what people don't understand is when we say we've got a 90 barrel fermenter, Usually only we're we're only going to get about eighty barrels out of that ninety barrel. There's going to be runoff. There's going to be waste. We're right, bottling. So there's spillage. There's all kind of things. So one of the things what we can do is like by using the lab is making sure that you know we're consistently producing the same amount in each batch run, having the right temperature, having the seller produce the best um, transfer from. The, the 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 brew house to the tank and that way we're able to produce more beer at the same price we're able to have a consistent product so you're going to get it fresh wherever you go and that's the thing that we don't really talk about is sort of that lab game that's sort of like yeah. the white jacket and the beaker and like <laughs> looking at no it's it's hugely and, and, and when we look at these smaller folks and I won't call anybody out, but that's one of the things that I see is sort of like um, when's somebody big going to come to uh, Charleston so that they can provide a lab. One of the things that really helped the Asheville brewing scene, and a lot of them had their own labs, and we do, but uh, Sierra Nevada has uh, like in that Willy Wonka before. factory, yeah. they have one of like, I've heard everything from like the best... Uh, beer laboratory in the world to like the third biggest lab on the east coast like like only the fbi and have a bigger yeah crazy things i don't know what's true because i don't (laughs) i'd have to get somebody to verify that have you been there i have have you been there i have sierra nevada yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah like three times yeah yeah well fuck man it's fantastic just like you said Willy wonka can we get there on the way to tennessee Four, yeah. About four hundred and eighteen okay, cool. million dollars they spent on that place. It is phenomenal. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think I misunderstood what yeah. you just said. <laughs> yeah. Will you say that again? Yeah. There's there's a couple commas in that four hundred eighteen million. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Are you? And, and I don't know. It may be I more could, than that, but I, I could spend all weekend there without yeah. a doubt. That's beautiful. It's a destination. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I heard rumors that the, the driveway costs like $10 million. Oh, stop it. Yeah. I mean, oh, just the road up. Is yeah, it's all, like, it's all hand-stoned. It's crazy. It's yeah. ridiculous. 
It's beautiful. I we, mean, it's we beautiful. We need to go ASAP. Yeah. If you haven't been. It's beautiful. Two were going and they, and they, have been, they have been great <clears throat> stewards. They didn't come in and wow. say, like, we're, we're the greatest. We're okay. the best. They've, co- they've come I, in and I've said, use our lab. For a while. Use our lab. Do, really? do testing on your wood for Brett. Do, you know, what do you need to do? That sort of thing. Yeah, they've been great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's super. That's actually exact opposite of what. What, you would what expect, yeah. but exactly what you hope yeah. would be in yeah. the craft brewery. Well, and that's the thing. It's like that's kind of another thing. Is like there's there's a big difference. Like I like I said, I sold wine for many years, and it was really really competitive. <clears throat> Again, I use the term thumb wrestling and judo in the trenches. I totally steal that from Hunter S. Thompson. But it's one of those things where the one thing about beer is yes, it is competitive, but there seems to be a collective cooperation that exists it's not like sort of petty backstabbing and things like that um you know i we did a festival this weekend with new belgium i work hand in hand i'm i'm tossing new belgium new belgium kegs they're grabbing high wire kegs we're working together um you know i have great friends like that's that's kind of how we're here is when i saw you guys at uh at lowe's foods down the street is I think that there's over 20 beer reps that live in Charleston where, you know, you've got folks that work for, you know, Brooklyn. You've got folks that work for Lagunitas. You've got Ballast Point. You've got Highwire. You've got New Belgium. The list goes on and on and on. And we, you know, interact and cooperate. And, you know, we, we, we may, you know, bump into each other a little bit, but it's for the most part, Everybody seems to be very cooperative with each other. It's not a, you know, backstabby sort of community. I mean, you know, there's probably a few people that want to, you know, chop my head off like Marie Antoinette or something like that. It's kind of like the beer scene in general. I mean, most most breweries kind of work together. It's not like a cutthroat. 100%. Yeah. 100%. When it comes to craft beer, the more... You build up other craft beers, the more the Your whole business comes. scene yeah. grows together. The higher the yeah. tide, the Absolutely. more boats rise. Yeah, and I That's have like that now. Honestly, every single brew you just mentioned, I love. So yeah, if you guys are representatives, <clears throat> bring it on. We want to yeah. talk to you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I think it would be it'd be great. And I mean, I think we should build to maybe <clears throat> where we have like a group thing where we tell just we have a, a podcast where we just tell I would love all, the, all the stories of like things that have happened to us on the road next time you're I mean, on here I, I mean, want to hear just solely oh man solely we, we just do tell, tell oh gosh I, this I, is like a highway introductory and then the next one we'll yeah just, oh we'll, man we'll get I, your dirty dirty, dirty laundry we'll yeah, get the dirty sure. laundry out yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I will say this I won't name any names but I did see a 295 pound man fly out of the back of a golf cart on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Love you, JP. <laughs> was it on purpose? Was it like, at on. a golf course? No, no, no. It was at this festival. We're loading up <laughs> kegs and there was like a it was like a um, you know, a, one of these like Yokohama, Yokozuku, like one of these like golf carts are like where you just shoot deer off the back of you know, it's what? one of those things, you know. <laughs> what? It's like a it's like an ATV on There's not a golf oh, cart got... that you go deer hunting with. Oh, it literally is. This oh. thing is like it's at the border, like, you know? This is like it is could chase down anybody. This thing's at it's a five speed. 
You know? It's like a big golf yeah, cart. Yeah, it's like a golf cart with steroids. It's like what Barry Bonds would drive. Oh my god. But no, it's shots fired. We're just we're just we're just yeah. Come get me. Come get me, Bearoid. Um, <laughs> um, baseball player, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. We all know who yeah. Barry Bonds is. No, we do, is. but yeah. some other people yeah. might not know. They, Everyone they, knows who that they, is. They, 73 home runs. You're right. Um, uh, but um, no, I mean, things like that. I mean, I can I can tell you, uh, before we, I don't want to spoil the big one. We can have a couple folks in. But, I mean, I've, I've seen it where uh, there, was a, there was a rep who we were actually at the Charleston Beer Festival, Beer yeah. Garden. And there was some woods. And they just couldn't wait to get home to show their affection for each other. And just the, the woods were the best thing to show their affection for each other, uh-huh. to express their love. Sometimes and it just so happened that they uh, they found a poison ivy patch Ooh. to go uh, express their deep physical attraction for each other. <laughs> and they had imbibed enough 9% <laughs> ABV <clears throat> IPAs that they came back. Glowing, literally, <laughs> and they uh, went on with their business for the last twenty minutes of the festival, and did not show symptoms because they were so drunk. Yeah. And the next morning, they both woke up and thought it was like a huge venereal scare, but it was actually they both went to the hospital thinking they had contracted some, you know, like apocalyptic STD. But in, in reality, they had just dropped their pants into a poison ivy batch. And then when they pulled them back up, they brought the uh, the poison ivy with them. What a great story. Yeah, so there's there's plenty of stories like that. Wow. So the moral of the story is get to the house yeah. to show your affection. Absolutely. Or at least a car, for God's Nature sake. Nature is unforgiving. Face hurts. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Oh, they thought it was some sort of, like, you know, Martian STD that had... Attacking them both. Fuck yeah. yeah. Some kind of new strain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Did you write that down? What time is that? I was, it was 135. 135? Yes. Yeah. That so, was so funny. Yeah. So that's a tip of the iceberg. There, there are more. And the thing is, like I said, there's 20 other reps. They will tell you <clears throat> stories. I've broken ribs at uh, company uh, sales meetings where I've fallen down cliffs I've jumped so- I tried to jump off of a I tried to jump off there's you know this old what kind of business these, these old I concrete like that he said I tried these old concrete you know those old concrete picnic benches sure man I thought that they were glued together but evidently that just the top of them are just sitting there and I tried to jump off of it onto this uh, hammock and I go and put my front foot on it and it just flips up and hits me and one of our reps sees it and I'm gasping for air. She thinks I've swallowed my tongue. She sticks her hand down my throat right, and I'm speak. like, I, I'm trying to breathe and I can't breathe because you've got a fist against my esophagus. Oh my I can't. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I've lost my breath because a concrete table has hit me right in the diaphragm. I think I broke a few ribs. There's like blood trickling down. We go in and play like cards against humanity like nothing had happened. I'm bleeding on the rug. Yeah, there's 
Tons of those stories, man. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. This, this business is dangerous. It can be. It can be. I'm fucking crying over here. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, but it's I'm it's sorry. it's definitely one of those things where um, you will meet some interesting people in this business, and there is so much that goes into it. I mean, like I said, with this festival I worked, I mean, we were loading up these aggressive, you know, golf carts with kegs and kegs of beer. I mean, this festival went through, we went through 300 cases of beer, 75 half barrels, Damn. and maybe 50 sixdals hmm. in, in two days. And so, you know, that's, that's what people don't understand that is, is who's, who's changing the kegs? 75 who's adjusting, half barrels? Yeah. Who's adjusting the gas? Who's adjusting? Like, we ran out of gas. Like, the CO2 runs out in the middle of the festival. Of course. There's 5,000 people noodling and high on God knows what. You know, Adderall, crack. um, Noodling? What does that mean? That's a dance. You know, like, we're on the the noodle. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, like, somebody's got to change those kegs. Somebody's got to make sure we have fresh beer. You know, not noodlers. You know, God forbid the CO two um, isn't working to provide the right type of pour, or it's overly foamy. Oh yeah, and things. if and your you ratios are not on point, you're yeah. Fucked. So that's kind of what we do in terms of like working those festivals and like setting up at crack of dawn and then breaking it down. We were breaking down stuff at three thirty in the morning, Saturday night after the show. Yeah, things like that. I slept in the back seat of my car. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't want to, but right. you don't have a choice. Before we force you to do that again, yeah. or maybe we will, we need to open up the last one. <clears throat> okay, the lager, if you want to get yeah. a lager. I'll go get it. Yep. I'll go right, get it. we got uh, 15, 20 minutes. We got about 20 minutes left. Cool. We want to make sure that we keep you within the time frame, yeah. and we save enough for later, yeah. so we can have you back on, because fuck, it sounds like you got... Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll have you to bring so much information. Yeah. This is more than one episode. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get and you know maybe we'll get one or two more folks, other ones, and we can just do like a your weirdest two story episode. Excuse me. Two or three. Let's no, start just, with two. Yeah, just two's good. Yeah. All right, man. Go to the border. <clears throat> so this is last but not least. This is kind of what we're what we're known for is our lager, and it's it probably is. one of my. It's it's my favorite beer that we do. What the hell is that? You're not talking about water. The water? Yeah, I said fuck well, you, water. I don't need you. It's good that it's water, I guess. Yeah, it's a good way to hydrate the couch. Yeah. The carpet needs a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It little was hydration. dehydrated. Well, that's one thing. It's like as we enter. I clearly didn't summer. Need it. That's one of the things that's. Oh. You know. All right. Here we go. So this is our lager. This is uh, this is my favorite beer in oh. the portfolio, just because it is what it says it is. Um, one of the things that we do with this beer is it's lagered so long. I mean, it it, it can depend, but most of the time it's close to sixty days. What temperature? 60 do you know? Days. What's that? What temperature? I, I'd have to ask Luke, but it's it's to do it that long. I mean, you know, it is a bottom fermenting. Right. Uh, right. A beer, so but when you 40s, think forties, fifties, somewhere, in there. somewhere, yeah. I, I'd say like mid forties to, to low fifties. But right. it's one of those things when you look at other lagers, you're looking at like a, a Budweiser's, like 
20 to 25 days. You look at like Heineken, it's like 28 to 30 days. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Grolsch, uh, things like that. Other like Pilsers, maybe 35 days. But we're going north of 55 days here. So definitely. Extra. So unfiltered, yeah. Not many loggers out there that's going to be unfiltered. It's unfiltered. Okay. Um, you know, it's going to have just this really golden color to it. Um, be, being a bottom fermenter, it's going to really clean itself out as it comes from the bottom and sort of overfills itself on the top. Um, just a beautiful lacing head here. Um, Can we cheers? Yeah, while, yeah. While you continue? Cheers. Let's get, cheers. This is. Thanks. I mean, thanks, fuck, guys. Um, a little over 4% alcohol. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things where. Ooh, nice um, little sweetness. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a viscosity that's a little deeper uh, and, and more pronounced than, say, like a, a. Again, we're comparing this to what most people out there will know is like a, a Coors Banquet or a Budweiser. Right. I think because it's long in the fermentation style, it doesn't have that sort of like. Some lagers will have that like metallic or like the, the beech wood, that sort of like woody backside on the palate where you kind of like. It tastes really cool and crisp on the front, but on the back, there's something that's doesn't yep. just it doesn't sit right with you. This is really light, easy to drink. In my mind, you know, I, I talk to a lot of accounts that are, you know, really crafty craft accounts that don't want to pour sort of a domestic lager. This is where you go right here, like because we yes. are a tourist city, and we want to have. You know, options for those people coming from Ohio and uh, <laughs> things like that, where well, they, they go, I want a bud. Too. Yeah, I want a bud. Well, we don't have Budweiser, yeah. but this. Why would you ignore we'll the clientele that way? Yeah. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. I think this is a brilliant yeah. craft option. Yeah. And for me, who, that loves, clientele, that who niche. loves craft, this is what I drink on a Saturday afternoon after I cut the grass. Or after I go to the beach or whatever, sure. it's just oh, yeah. perfect. And, and and we're serving these at like good temperatures. If you got this thing, like I said, cold enough to freeze an Eskimo's hand, like like Ric Flair would say. Shout out to Ric Flair, love you, Rick. <laughs> That's so cold. Woo! Yeah, he go. <laughs> I got a beer in my hand, cold enough to freeze an Eskimo's hand. Yeah. <laughs> but that it's easy to drink. It's just perfect, and it's got the depth and sort of. Uh, Intellect to it that, that makes it. I'm gonna write down Ric Flair. Yep, Nature Boy, Space Nature Mountain, Ric Flair, sixteen-time world heavyweight wrestling champion. Holy Maybe. shit! Nice. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a lot. Nature Boy. That's a. That's oh, a bad man. Name. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Escaped death a few months ago. <clears throat> what? He was in a coma. He almost wow. drank himself. Oh shit! Yeah, no craft beer. Huh? I was I was here and I watched that thirty for thirty. He said he was drinking like he said that he was drinking like three bottles of wine a day, like ten shots of alcohol, like grain alcohol. Yeah, I mean like crazy. How do you? I can relate. What? Yeah, you can relate. I see you over there with that Everclear bottle under the table. You've been taking nips of it the whole time. Nips, just nips. nips. You said nips. I yeah. Like that's different from entire bottle drinks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, this, is this is 100% Pilsner malt and lightly hopped with German Haller 2. 
and U.S. Uh, yep, yep. Tetanang hops. Yep. Fermented with German lager yeast and aged in the tradition of the style. This is so light and refreshing that it yeah. makes me want to go mow the grass. Yeah, just so that's I great. Can that's a great call. Fully like enjoy it. it. I'm, like, nice I'm not going to enjoy this unless you do hard labor first. Yeah. It's yeah. a flavorful lager, which is oh, that's it's, different it's from the InBev yeah. stuff. Yeah. To be honest with you. Thank God. Finally, someone does something well, like, different. Like I said, there's a yeah. there's a difference to the back of that. Like the front palate is. It's very comforting, <clears throat> like a lager, but there's something at the end where some of those mass produce that, like I said, there's this metallic thing or this sort of like right. false wood absolutely flavor profile. That's where here it just falls to the back of your throat, and you're just you know it's tickling your tonsils as it goes down. Ooh. So as we finish up here, yeah, we got about maybe ten minutes left. Yeah, um, how? much or how often or how close do you work with the actual brewers in high water like do you come hang out with them do you are you part of the brewing process are no you... no well i mean i have worked with them with accounts so i've taken uh one or two accounts they're good accounts of mine and we're taking another one up in the summer where we'll go and brew for the day um, and then the next day we'll do work in the sour, the sour facility and we'll fill barrels. So we'll transfer from ferment, uh, fermentation vessels into, we did, I think we did Tangeray gin barrels last time. Oh, and so we're just doing that. So yeah, I would say minimally, they don't need me around there too much. But like when we when I'm up there, I always hang out. I mean, again, we're a small brewery. We don't have 50 employees. You know, some of these breweries, you know, have 900. You know, which is insane. Yeah, so we have about 50, and a lot of those are actually bartenders at our tap rooms. Right. So yeah, I, I work with those folks. Like, I mean, I we're still small enough to where if I text, shot a text message to our head brewer, he probably text me back with like it's after your bedtime Go to, you know <laughs> something like that but uh he's coming down for the funk collective things like that but which um, is that is june 30th at revelry hit Another them up plug. 70 bucks like you said it's like a dollar 50 per brewery it's perfect i mean that's ridiculous the member is coming down yeah he'll be uh, there he'll be there so yep he'll be there um uh but yeah i mean i you know we get to have some input in terms of like the the way we want to market things, how we want to divide out, how the beer is going to be in each market. Um, you know, I've I've designed things like help design golf shirts and like dude, you is know, that golf shirts. Yeah, well, you know, hey, golf is a shit. Well, I'm just saying like t-shirts, things like that. Like, yeah. um, you know, one of the things that we're, we're like, what what type of POS do we need? Okay. You know, one of the little things that I suggested pens, and they're like, pens? What? Oh, wait. Oh, how many waitresses, waiters you see that have 9 million pens and they need pens? Well, when they go to take an order and it says high wire on it, how many sales reps are writing down orders? Oh, yeah. And they see that. And I know I need about 100 pens because I lose them. At least, right? Because I don't have those. I'm not wearing those uh, tight pleated khakis anymore. They get right, lost. Yeah. They get lost in the. You brought it back. 
to the yeah. we did yes yeah. we did <laughs> oh, I wore them for a while I had to that was like the the, the wine man uniform the beer man uniform it's like branded golf shirt dockers brown belt yes boat shoes spot on it's literally when you go into a Harris I mean, Theater Republic you'll see it you oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll see it oh man they used to make us wear a shirt and tie for a while oh, I, I, no. I, I had I had so this is a quick another story so I had the CEO of our company huge company and we were he lived out at Kiowa and they put him in a car with me and I literally had this old Honda Accord <laughs> and I put him in there and I was like it was like 98 degrees and he's in this fucking two thousand dollar like it's got like shark skin suit it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's zoot suit he's balling like he's got like you know he's got one of his one of his one of his uh some button is like a pearl button and he's got like the, the, the collar and i'm like uh my air conditioner's broke it's like 98 degrees my whole plan was to get us out of shirt and ties so i'm like he's like sweating he's like roll down the windows He's sweating. He's rolling up his, you know, Christian Dior or whatever the shit he's wearing. <laughs> and so we're in the back stock of this Piggly Wiggly. And they have the thing where you throw all the paper in the crushed boxes. And I literally, while he's not looking, I put my tie in the crusher. And I'm like, oh, like that. It's crushing boxes. And I'm like, ah, it's crushing me. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God. I pull it out. Whew. We go to lunch. We sit outside at the ocean course. It is 100 degrees. And we're just sitting there. He's just profusely sweating. You know, he looks at me. He's like, he's like man, it's too hot out here for the rolling the sleeves up. I'm sweating through. I mean, my, my nipples look like two pepperonis <laughs> hanging out. It's just disgusting. He's like, he's like, yeah, we need to get rid of these uh, ties in the summer. This is terrible. So there's, yes. a, there's like a company-wide memo. We're going back to golf shirts in the summer. This is not, this doesn't work. This is too much. And so I felt like that was one of the things that Heck yeah, man. Got, us, got us through. Got you, us through that. You saved a bunch of people. An agent of social change. <laughs> you are. I was like the Colin Kaepernick. You're like a superhero. Of the, of the distributor. And the best part is, is that when it went back to fall, they forgot all about it. Did you still have more so we, yeah, we just didn't. Yeah, just forgot. Oh boy. Yeah. boy. Social change, but now I don't have to wear. I can wear shorts. Jesus. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah. I don't even own shorts. I should. Yeah. I have to. When you have legs, I mean, it's beautiful. I, if I did work, well, <laughs> if I, I guess if I'm I had kidding. legs like I'm you, kidding, I would. Please, <laughs> please. Please. No, you're saying kid, mate. Show it off. Oh, please. Like, I got to take portraits of you in two seconds, so yeah. we're going to show off your legs. Yeah, mm, well, don't. Sure. Don't. Your camera. But I mean. Break your camera. On that note, I mean. It is about that time. I think yeah. we said it all. Yeah. We said everything. Well, I don't know if we said everything. We're going to need to have you back. I, I'd because love to I come like back. That's got, well, that's true. You have way too many stories that we can cover in an hour and 50 minutes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, no, we'll definitely come back and. By then, I'll have even more. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. We'll call this part one then. Yeah, perfect. Part one with Tyler Jones. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Tyler, and thank you, High Wire Brew. Yeah. It's been amazing. Uh, To you, to everyone else. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Talk to you soon, guys. One more. One more cheers. Cheers. Logger. Have a good evening.
Hey, did you enjoy what you just listened to? Because I'm sure we would enjoy listening to you talk about how much you enjoyed listening to what we had to say. Was that confusing? Then leave a comment and tell us about it. Leave a review. Subscribe to our podcast. Like our videos. Yeah, I'm being a little petty. Right, because let's be honest. This is all about conversations. So have a conversation with us on what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, what you liked, what you would like to see more of. Write a review. Yeah. Like Yelp. A lot of people use Yelp. Yeah. But write a review on iTunes or YouTube or like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up button. All of the things. Show your love. I think iTunes has stars, right? So you can click stars. You could do one star, five stars, I think is the max. I don't even think one is an option in this situation. Well, no. I'm not saying do one, but there's five stars. Click all five of those motherfuckers. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. And give us a good review. Um, But most importantly, give us suggestions. What do you want to see in the future? What guests do you want to see? Give us some suggestions for people to contact. That's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Seriously, though, it would really help us out. um, Get a better... This is higher up in the echelon of podcast or YouTube videos when oh. people give us more likes, more reviews. Echelon. We, yeah, we climb the ladder. We're higher up on the ladder. So when people search for certain content, we're at the top of the list. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I think that wraps it up pretty well. Okay. Thank you for your support. Yeah, we appreciate it. Please listen again. <laughs> <laughs>